Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Happy New Year! It's the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you back, and it's 2012. Yay! The, the highest year on record, Jim. Mm. Uh, that's Jim Campbell. He's made it back. Hello, Pete Donaldson's here. I used to be Pete Donaldson until I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> and Luke Moore. <laughs> All right. And of course, my name is Marcus. Now, a strange start, but it's a start nonetheless, and we shall crack on with the first opening question of 2012. Um, if you could pick a New Year's resolution for a footballer, what would it be, and who would you choose it for? Jim I uh, my, my footballer I would choose it for Would be Carlos Tevez Right And the resolution <laughs> I would make for him Is to read things Before you sign them <laughs> If you don't like something Don't sign a sort of Like legally binding Contract <laughs> Meaning you have to do it And can't just run away from it It's imperative Carlos I sort of forgot All about Carlos Tevez Until then mm. I think it's, it's a weird situation Because yeah. he's been in the press So often over the last Couple of years That was the first time I thought about him In about a month Yeah He's not, well, he's not been on the continent Really has he He's been in South America for pretty much uh, the last three months, hasn't I he gone? I thought for Maybe a very... back to sort of <coughs> Amish goblin community. Yeah, <laughs> I thought for a very brief moment, uh, half-time between Sunderland and City, which we'll come on to, obviously, in a moment, uh, that when Sergio Aguero was warming up, they said, well, you're never going to believe this or something. They're going to bring on... And I, and for a minute, I saw a little squat. I was just doing this, <laughs> I was like, no way! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it is Aguero, it is Aguero. <laughs> it's uh, nice they have the option like that, of like a sort of secret weapon. Yeah. Could have just been playing everyone for fools. Yeah. What, like it was all just a. It was yeah, like Fib sort of like, like yeah, wrestling yeah. sort of yeah. act. Wow. Mm. Did uh, you see their bench uh, over, over the Christmas period? Like all the players they could bring on. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I know they lost a match and stuff, but you know. We'll talk about that in a moment. Now, Pete, what are you going to go for? Or who are you going to go for? I'd make uh, Joey Barton keep a database on things he's said and done in the past. So that, <laughs> so that when it comes out that he is on Twitter going on about uh, video technology, you know, a, a discipline and, you know, it comes out his friend because he does horrible things on and off them as well. Yeah. Uh, the, today he was talking about how uh, he got sent off because uh, he was the worst actor. Uh, on the pitch and stuff mm. but hey, remember the Jovino thing yeah, at the start of the not season? that long ago <laughs> yeah. like and, and, and also ago. he's talking about the uh, room the, the um, transfer uh, request rumour and he's sort of saying I've never walked away from anything in my life 2006 uh, he, he put in a transfer I bet he wished he walked away right? from that teenager outside McDonald's well yeah at Man City <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, did that, he did that at Man City because they offered him like £28,000 when you know he wasn't all that yeah. but, yeah. uh, and he wanted to be as well paid as Robbie Fowler mm. and uh, yeah 
Never mind. Yeah. Never mind, Rob. He probably meant in turn, like taking his property stuff into account as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it if he told a smoker to, who was flicking ash carelessly on the floor, use an ashtray. Hang on a minute, Martin. Right, Luke, what I've have you got, got a few. Should I just bang through them pretty quick? Uh, well, we, okay, but remember the best one is, is um, going to be the candidate for the points. Mm. Arsenal Vienna to get a new coat. Yeah, it's not really a resolution. He couldn't even find the pocket on that one. The other I can, day. No, I quite like him in that coat. You see him herring across the pitch mm. uh, just before the start of the second he half. He got so annoyed with Theo Walcott at one point in the Fulham game, he couldn't find his pocket. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> I, and somebody's done a beautiful gif where they've added a guitar yeah, over the brilliant. top. Of it. it's, on, <laughs> it's on the Football Ramble forum, uh, thefootballramble.com. Um, Forwards, that's forum. I've also got to uh, teach managers how to celebrate properly because, with the exception of AVB. They're terrible at celebrating. Oh, I quite like the Martin O'Neill Yeah, Martin O'Neill jump. That's rubbish. It's brilliant. No, it's, I like it's it. unbridled joy. In fact, it's quite similar to ABB's. Yeah. Like, Ferguson's you, is terrible. You're, you're soundly oh, Ferguson's is... Wenger is terrible. Ferguson's is like a doddery old man who's just missed a bus. Like, I'll, tell you, weird. <laughs> I'll tell you who... Um, oh, okay, fair enough, he's an assistant, although he was a manager uh, for a brief time. Brian Kidd. Do you remember that celebration? Steve Bruce in the last minute against Sheffield Wednesday a number of years ago. Just... On the pits, like on his knees. Little David Pleat. Yeah, yeah. If we're talking about celebrations, surely we can't discount the uh, Roy Hodgson annoyed at everyone bang their head on the back oh, yeah, of the, the, the dugout. <laughs> Beautiful. He looks yeah. so annoyed. And my last, my, my last um, one is. To oh no, hang on, El Diego. He thinks like the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. belly choreographed. Yeah. Bench <laughs> celebrations <laughs> would be a good thing if sort of like the, the you know the staff <laughs> of the team actually did some as well as the players. They could like crowd surf over each other. Yeah, that's be <laughs> But my, I'm going to go for. Um, I was going to actually say that the, the nearest resolution should be the players should actually start defending properly because okay. some of the defending the Premier League is appalling. Yeah, it has been. But bad. I'd probably go for Andre Villas-Boas to just buy some strepsils. He sounds like a darling, doesn't he? I'm getting fed up of hearing him like mm. Madge Bishop. For all you native yeah. fans out there, the native. <laughs> he uh, was never that old. bad. Not Surely he's got worse. There are other throat sweets available. Yeah, maybe <laughs> um, we're not on the BBC. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, um, aren't we? No, um, it's a very very unambitious. Uh, resolution well, from his point of view there isn't it <laughs> yes. get some stressors <laughs> keep your job maybe <laughs> <laughs> the way I'd like to articulate um, and sort of illustrate how bad defending's been in the Premier League this season is just by saying Steve Morrison's got seven Premier League goals <laughs> and only just past Christmas international strike are you talking about yeah. there he's slammed on him the weekend <laughs> now I'm going to go for my I, I would like Demba Bar to start Demba Bar, Demba Bar, Demba Bar, Demba Bar for a Bachelor of Arts degree yeah so <laughs> you see what I mean yeah, I see what you've done there Demba Bar Bar Denver Bar Bar Oms Very similar to <laughs> Sammy Ami Obi Obi Yeah I yeah. know That inspired me mm. My yeah, own, my own thought Inspired another thought I'm going to draw a line Under this But it showed The Rami Obi Obi No no Sammy Ami Obi Sammy Ami Obi Obi Is better Okay fine Either, either. Uh, so yeah, I, I think the, the, the first points of the uh, new year going to go to Jimbo. Yes, Carlos Tevez. Well done, Jimbo. Yeah, well done. Now, uh, all I've got. there are <laughs> other points being dished out in the Premier League. Uh, Fulham got three of them against Arsenal. Mm. What a finish to the game! It was, it was England's number nine. Games, it? Bobby Zamora getting the winner. Bizan. Bizan. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was a, it was the proverbial game of two halves, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, Arsenal started really, really <laughs> well. They should have put it to bed, really. You know, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about the sort of Jovino penalty shout, but there's no way a ref seeing that. I mean, when you when you see all the replays and stuff, it's like, yeah, fair enough. But it, I, th- I don't think even Jovino thought it was a penalty. He thought, oh, I just must have fell up, fallen over again. Jovino <laughs> <laughs> in front of goal reminds me of the character Hugh Grant plays in front of women. You know, it's yeah. just sort of yeah, like, yeah, like, like it, all looks, always it all looks very fancy, and there's like, oh god, I've ruined it all. What gives me hope is yes, Hugh Grant does always score it, and it does come good at the end of the game. Doesn't score. Well, Which maybe you, at the end of the season, he'll, 
work uh, it out. Okay. He'll learn something about himself. He'll <laughs> yeah. go on a journey. If that was the case, then Javino would always score right in the last minute. Well, that's what I'm saying. got an hour and a half yeah. to, uh, to get to the end of the film. Indeed. No, the ball would go in and then point at Javino. Because it's usually not. It's usually the girl realise that he loves, she loves Hugh Grant rather than Hugh Grant yeah, does true. anything. Uh, you know, no, the ball true, just hits him and goes in. Sort yeah, of. or just hits him, <laughs> just deflects <laughs> off him. I, I was. What do you think Stockdale to say? I'm just a goalkeeper standing in front of the striker. <laughs> <laughs> Stockdale was immense, wasn't he? Stockdale was class. Sorry, Pete, you were about to say. Something. I, know, I, was just, I, was, I was at the Emirates uh, <laughs> for the, uh, for the Wolves, for oh, the Wolves, Wolves. match. Ooh. And yeah, Jimmy Scott, Jimmy Scott, a decent goaler, as I recall. But he, he gets them here and there. I mean, he could be, he could be such a good player if he just. Just works on his finishing, but because mm. it's so wayward, you just never know what's going to happen. Well, or did, mostly, you do. Gary Neville <laughs> had some good analysis of the penalty incident. He said that you know, <clears throat> everyone saw that the first time and thought, "Well, he's just fallen over there." Yeah. But it's only when you see it in slow motion, which obviously the referee hasn't got access to, that it's going well, to be. Juvenio didn't even that really sort of appeal. to win a game. You're in exactly. trouble. Yeah. How much better is it having Neville in there than than you yeah. know who? Yeah. Mm. Well, Arsenal, Arsenal were absolutely abject in the second half. They, well, were they just didn't. They just didn't get in the game. Fulham closed them down like raptors. It was. Yeah. I think they deserve more credit than Arsenal deserve credit well, Dembele and Ruiz were, were on one you know. Ruiz was fantastic it, it almost looked like David Silva he's found, playing, his feet. You know. he's found his feet yeah. we were saying a little while ago that it's you know he said the trouble he had adjusting is he just doesn't have as much of the ball and you could see when he had the ball he just it was magic with it yeah and, and, and Fry came on um, pretty well for Fulham he looked quite sharp as well the one, nice touches the one thing about Arsenal is that they obviously Jury got sent off which was absolutely fine it's a definite sending off Wenger was Although Wenger complained well. about it, otherwise, <laughs> he completely undermines his genuine gripes when he does that sort of thing. I think, but the other thing <coughs> I just wanted to say: if you look at the teams who've had players sent off in the Premier League this season, I think Bolton have had the most red cards. They all seem to be teams who don't really have that much of the ball, so you sort of understand yeah, that. That's right. But Arsenal seem to have an awful lot of the ball, and they're right up there. Yeah, the second yeah. half, they didn't have a lot of the ball, did they? Yeah, that's yeah, true, they yeah. didn't. They really didn't. The possession stats were sixty-six percent to Fulham at one point. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know why they finished that, but but you don't have a problem with the sending off as an Arsenal. No, player. I don't. I think there's a lot of Arsenal fans have had a problem with, but I think. What's not really been taken into account is it was a sort of cumulative thing because that was his sort of third or fourth sort of, sort of silly little foul, and they, they add up. You know, when you've already been booked, you, 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 yeah. you know, you're on thin ice. You can't go through the back of people like that anyway. Pete, is no. it outrageous to say David Stockdale, England's number one, <laughs> number one? Well, no, not, you know, not the way that uh, the, Hart's yeah, playing, but yeah. he, he is playing terrifically well. He's had a, a couple of very, very good uh, results, and he, he could do nothing about the goal. Of the yeah, maybe we were saying Stockdale, number England's number three. Who's the number two? There's no reason why David Stockdale uh, he should be, be number two. two. Yeah. Yeah. It's just he's not been playing as much. Mm. I think Stockdale could have done slightly better for the goal. I think he might have dominated his six yards. What a save, though, he made. Was it from Javinho, was it, in the first uh, Javinho was three saves. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple of point blankers. Yeah, it? yeah. He was very... Um, very commanding of you know shots that could easily be spilled and stuff like that. He was just catching stuff, distributing it well. He just did all the basics really, really well. He made that he made that sort of triple save, mm. and then there was a corner, and the corner just came out and claimed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see how <laughs> just yeah, sucked yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The um, I, it. the one thing that I I'd never heard before at Arsenal uh, at the Emirates was uh, we've, we've, got song. we've only got one song. <laughs> we've only got oh, one yeah, song, song, and I've never heard that before. Oh, we've on. only got one song. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah. Alex Song was um was a rare sort of a highlight for me in that game but he first half more dominant. so it's, it's, it's so important for Arsenal it's kind of overlooked I mean Cameron didn't qualify for the African Nations and that is that is such a godsend well, he, he was as dominant <laughs> as I've seen a player play 
on a losing team for quite a while actually I thought he was excellent I thought the Arsenal fans away at Craven Cottage sound quite noisy as well mm. I mean, they, most they, away fans do yeah. <laughs> yeah I suppose so but I mean, and generally as well I do wonder if Sky put their microphones near the away fans a lot of the time because you can always hear the away fans it doesn't matter what the no, game is I think it's the home fans are quite quiet <laughs> it, it really is okay. Okay. I think it's more of a case of the that weird, the weird thing with, with the, the match I saw I'll bring it back the match, the match I saw the Wolves game Rosicki looked actually quite up for a football match yeah, yeah, Rosicki transfer window transfer window I was really surprised and I was surprised at how slow Arteta I know Everton fans will always sort of say that you know he, he was losing his pace once he left uh, yeah. once he left, left Everton uh, much like a you know a uh, Talismanic striker that's coming back to Arsenal as he left Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, let's, <laughs> talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Thierry Henry. Yeah, um, you wrote a piece in the, I did. On, on the Ramble. In the Ramble, on the on, Ramble. On the Ramble. It's, at the Ramble. On, at at the Ramble. Ramble. All over the Ramble. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's not the long term solution, and there needs to be sort of an alternative to Robin Van Persie, aside from Henry's two month loan. I, I mean, in an ideal world, Wenger would sign another striker in this mm. window because Shamak looks like he's on the way out, or Shavin's just like a broken sort of. <laughs> Toy robot, yeah. yeah. Like just, <laughs> he's just not up for it. Podolski like, says he's not going to join us. Yeah. Well, not that it's his decision, but uh, that'd be a good signing, Podolski. No, but he said he's not interested. He's also said he prefers to play as the main striker, and though he can play out on the left, as because he does so for Germany very effectively, he wouldn't want to be sort of understudy to Van Persie or play out of position. So I see why that is, but. I do, I do just wonder who else will come in because surely Shamak and Oshavan will be going in the summer if not in January uh, but it's, it's weird it's not a good time to sign players in January in, in, you know January rather is not a good time to sign players it's well if you haven't got any <laughs> well yeah but I mean you can't it's always you're not falling, looking for always. a short term stopgap are you if you're investing decent money in a player you've no. got to be sort of looking to build and just well that's why the Henri thing's a bit of a sort of you can't really lose even if mm. he's terrible he'll still pass on his experience and well, it's not cost right. you anything so absolutely he, yes. yes and I mean you know on the subject of someone like Jovino as we were surely it benefits him to have someone who's such an adept finisher going no th- you put it between the sticks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but do you not think that Van Persie massively came into his own as soon as Henri left so there might be a bit of a problem yeah but it, it wasn't as you know it, it wasn't as instantaneous as that I think you know there's nothing to say Van Persie wouldn't have blossomed into the player he was anyway because he's clearly got a lot of quality I remember him combining quite well in fairness yeah. actually yeah, uh, let's move on to Chelsea. Uh, they've had a uh, couple of funny results. Of late. They beat Wolves two one. And Frank Lampard scoring a winner in the last minute could have been sent off though. Mm. Well, should have been definite red card for me. Yeah. Studs up off the ground on the no. ankle. Nasty. <laughs> I thought he sort of pulled out of it though. I don't, I don't think he meant. I don't think that he made. I don't think that matters though. Does it? Like, no, maybe not. Lampard knew, and he said after the game he was he was lucky. Uh, Wolves have uh, secured him Emmanuel Frimpong on uh, on loan. Good signing. Yeah, I, I mean he will be very reckless. He's only 18 though. <laughs> will he? Crazy. Will he <laughs> have two Arsenal sending off tallies at Wolves? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Him and Carl Henry in there maybe. Um, yeah. God, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing worse than meeting them than a dark alley, we meeting them than a well lit one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, it, it can only be good for Frank Pom though. Seriously, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, he was yeah. very unlucky to get that knee injury last season. And, yeah. you know, it's he, something like Kader to QPR things. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. I mean the Wolves are battlers as well. They really are, and uh, that's that, that will suit his game. So we'll learn a lot there. Mm. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, were beaten by yeah. Aston. Vi- yeah, they were, <laughs> they were beaten by Aston Villa over the uh, the, the festive period. Drogba getting his one hundred and fiftieth goal for Chelsea, but more importantly, Stephen Ireland scored. Yeah, he did, and he had that, he had that <laughs> strange Twitter thing, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he was pictured uh, having a go on a shisha pipe um, with uh, with the, showing off his fine torso and silver snakeskin. Trousers, was it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, didn't it say something like sh- um, shisha, alcohol, and Christmas? 
I know, yeah. yeah Christmas still. songs, actually. Right, he, even so. But Mac- Alex McLeish, like, he didn't really criticise him publicly. I thought he handled this really well. He said, you know, obviously that's not the sort of thing I want to see. I want to see him making headlines on the back pages yeah. again. We know he's got the ability, blah, blah, blah. Gave him a sort of a bit of a kind of public motivational speech. And obviously it worked because he was excellent against yeah. Chelsea. He's 25, Stephen Island. Yeah. That's probably his first, like, <laughs> proper decent performance for Villa. Yeah. And it's a shame because he was, you know, he was the real driving force be- behind City, sort of the first season they had. The way he was the player of the season. He yeah, was. He, he was excellent. And it's, it's, it's been such a shame that he's dropped off. And I really hope he can just sort of get back on his feet. And, mm. But you do worry uh, playing for. McLeish <laughs> oh god yeah he just, he just seems to me I don't know him, but he seems just to be just on the ground um, there's, there's, talk, there's always talk of how uh, we, I was listening to this thing on the BBC World Service a while back about how um, football's miles behind other sports when it comes to sports psychology mm-hmm. it's like top athletes in other sports wouldn't dream of going anywhere near a, 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 a bit of competition without a sports psychologist but a lot of footballers are way behind on Gay. that yeah, exactly. yeah but Stephen Iron seems to be someone a classic example of who just benefit from someone mm. getting his head sorted because yeah, right. like you said the ability's there for all to see you Indeed. know uh, going back to Chelsea, they were, they were booed off the pitch uh, yeah. against Villa. Um, I, I, well, I they've was, had it hard. I was quite they? hoping, Jim, that um, <laughs> when because they, they asked Vish Boris about this, I was quite hoping he would just say, "But I thought they were saying boo ass." <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I thought they were saying boo ass. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> <laughs> 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 the, the next interview cuts to Di Matteo. I was saying boo ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, is, it, um, is it not fair that they were booing? They only booed at the end, and Villa are a poor team, really. Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, booing. Like stinking season. Booing's a cretinous um, sort of uh, reaction in, if, you know, in a club in that situation. If you, you know, if you're being driven into the ground uh, and you're getting like, nailed on for relegation, kind of maybe fair enough. I think booing's <laughs> always a terrible, terrible yeah, sort enough. of reaction. But like, it, it, they're so inconsistent, aren't they, Chelsea? I mean, it's kind of yeah. happened to everybody over this period because there is just so much. It's been, it's been crazy. Yeah, which I mean, it, City lost as well. Man United yeah. lost to Blackburn at home. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy stuff happens around this Do you time. Think so. Cahill's a good signing for Chelsea. Well, it remains to be seen. I, I think he's a bit overrated. I think that he's he's, a, he's culpable for Bolton's poor form as much mm. as anyone else. I don't see why he's getting Agreed. Sold, he's getting spared by it. I mean, some of the errors he was making were pretty pretty page one, really. Mm. But he'll either step up with good players around him, mm. or he'll he'll get caught out. The thing is, him playing alongside John Terry, it's not the quickest there. Uh, no, no. But, but, but uh, didn't Evie be, didn't Evie be come up and say that he's um, he loves his pace? I was like, he's not that quick. I mean. I was Surely, surely there's stats that he doesn't jump out as big. He's not. He's not. You know. He's not. He's not. I've seen him be beat for pairs a few times. <laughs> Robin David Louise and you've got goals. But while you're talking about Chelsea milestones, the 150th Drogba goal, you yes. said. Uh, one thing's worth pointing out, actually. Uh, I know his, his sort of best days are behind him, but John Terry captained Chelsea for the 400th time. Over that is, wow. is an you've got to really take your hat off. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And now he's on the back of an Indian cigarette packet. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is was a celebratory thing. <laughs> for the 400. Do you think the message is if you? smoke you'll turn into John Terry to just don't yeah, it's odd, isn't it? There's a, there's a cigarette packets in India, isn't there? With a, um, it's a blurred out image of him, isn't it? Yeah, it's clearly him. It's definitely him. And you can see his lion art covered in tar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah apparently he's not happy about it. Well, I wouldn't be. Would yeah. you? Would you not? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so angry about it. But <laughs> it hasn't it's, happened to me. Just going back to the Chelsea Villa game briefly. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about how um, Peter Czech um, is. You know, he doesn't really like he's broken one on one and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. For, for Villa's third goal. I actually thought he went in with his feet when otherwise you might have seen keepers spread themselves mm, yeah. a little bit more accurately than that and I think he's quite it. culpable for that goal as mm. well there's another example of, of, of that well, it's not the first time in the last no, month not. even no. <laughs> another example of Luke Moore kicking Peter Cech <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of talk coming out of Chelsea from like a source and a pal and stuff like that and there's, the pundits were talking about it on, uh, on Sky the other day as well uh, that there is sort of 
just divisions in the dressing room and the, 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 the Villas Boas mm. has lost them. There's a whole thing with Nicholas and Alka. Well, that was right. Yeah, the, the, the Chelsea players were annoyed, or some of them certainly, that uh, Charlie Bell, Nicholas and Alka was not allowed to attend the club's Christmas lunch. That's really petty. someone else. Well, he's not signed for them yet. He's still here, isn't he? I think that is sort of dis- just really misplaced disciplinarianism. Like, all you're going to do is put people's noses out. Bring there. him along to the lunch. Yeah, oh, David Brent. <laughs> no, but what's he going to try and recruit them all for, to go to China with him? Do you know what I mean? What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> you, you could read something into how the, all the players who celebrated with Vyash Boas um, were Portuguese Ashley apart from Ashley, Ashley Cole. Cole but Ashley Cole came along a little bit Jerry after. Jerry came over as well. Later on. Later on. Well they were Portuguese speaking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But why take him to a Chinese restaurant? He's going to China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's why you want to go. get him used to it. This yeah. is a Nicholas and Elka that some of the players took uh, him out to a Chinese restaurant in London, yeah. Maybe they just went out and just left him there and ran off like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Yeah, indeed. But before, we, before we talk about the Manchester size, we've got to mention Swansea. Yeah. Uh, good win away to Villa and a good home point against high-flying Tottenham. When, and they were brilliant. Even Redknapp said after the game. They did fantastically well, well they do Swansea. play well. They hit the ball well, they use it properly. And, mm. and they, they are they having a good season. Like, the thing is, they're not scoring incredible amounts of goals, but at the same time, they're, they're not conceding that many yeah. either. They're looking very solid at the back as well. They're not conceding many. Yeah, um, big Ashley Williams yeah, dominating. Absolutely, yeah. and obviously the goalkeeper's been superb, hasn't he? Oh, well, he has. Yeah, that's made their it. pace as well. Is really, I think, shocked a lot of people. So they're very, very quick side. They just break so quickly. I they think it's just use the ball a lot. They don't, they, don't, they don't get anyone else at the ball. You, you look, but you look at that defence. You sort of think, right? They're not going to do a hull just simply no. because they've just been so tight so far I just yeah. can't see but, but I can't see them got their, off that they've got their way of playing mm. and it's very admirable that they've come up from the championship playing that way and they've stuck at it and mm. you know maybe uh, or am before. I right in thinking you know Mowbray under West Brom didn't he try and, and do yeah. that and it just didn't quite work out they Reading, got relegated they stayed up the first season they went down again yeah. after that yeah. so Burnley it's under good, Coyle it's we talked team. about we talked about more pointedly how Swansea stick to that game plan and it's almost you don't want to compare it to Barcelona that's a bit silly but one thing they have got on, uh, sort of in, in in comparison to Barcelona similarly is that <clears throat> Barcelona never changed the way they play so if Barcelona won they're down with five minutes left they won't just start lumping it mm-hmm. and Swansea seem to have accepted that playing the way they play against the better teams they may get beaten they yeah. may get beaten quite severely as well on occasion but they don't let it affect them they carry on and stick to their game plan for the other games mm. and that's why they've been so consistent yeah, but they haven't really been beaten badly have they? I can't think. Maybe the, forgive me if I'm wrong there, but one doesn't leap to mind. Let's see Cardiff off next season. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. The, Barca, the Barcelona of the North was it according Barcelona to Barcelona Northern Man. Europe. That's what Sam Hermann told me. Fantastic. Right. Let's talk about uh, the Manchester club. Starting with Sunderland one, Manchester City zero. Wonderful piece <laughs> of commentary. From Martin Tyler. It was checked that Martin Tyler is still alive. <laughs> I've, not heard, I've not heard from him since then. But glorious. I, I don't think I've, I've got so excited about a piece of commentary for a while, actually. Mm. It was one of those moments where you're watching the game, you think City are probably going to score. Oh, Sunderland doing well. And when Sunderland broke forward, you forgot everything. If you weren't supporting City, you were a Sunderland fan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A lot of space. A lot of space. Oh, there. yeah. Well, the Weird. Man, City, for the win, Man City players just stopped. There was yeah. a number of them who just didn't track back. But that moment where and Young, to Jake! <laughs> <laughs> I was celebrating. There's a great, there's a great um, <laughs> contrast to City last season, who away from home would have just taken a draw there. Mm. They were really pushing for the win, weren't they? Really pushing it. Well, yeah. It, caught. But it's about decisions, isn't it? Aguero might have just slipped whoever it was down on the left wing instead yeah. he cut into line shot. Yeah. G was a mile offside as well. No one cares. It wasn't marginal. I don't think it was marginal. It was clear. It was clearly offside on the replay. I can't remember posting on Twitter, but a, a, a similar sort of commentary. I think it was in Swahili for some reason. Oh, that was that one where, sort of, where he's just shouting for yeah. ages. Can I put it out there? Speaking of this commentary thing. Go on. Just 
purely as a co-commentator, I'd have Big Andy Gray back. As a co-commentator. No, no way. Come no on. Way. Come on. Oh. And I hate seeing that. <laughs> You'd have to listen to the book. I can I just put it out there. I'm amazed at yeah, you saying that. I'm saddened by it's that. It's 2012. changed. It's the year of big ideas. Hitful. Fat ideas. Do <laughs> <laughs> you being serious? He's a good co-commentator, come on. He's funny. not. He's a grating, irritating man. Not, not, not at all. For a not moment. At all. all right, all right, move on. You idiot. <laughs> this will get broadcast, you know. Um, uh, I quite, yeah, like, I quite like Matt Letizia as a co-commentator. And that's not a dig. Is, that, is this it? Is this why? Have yeah, that is it. You've seen him stepping up and you're not happy about it. Come on, we have a Paul's with play. I've probably stated several times on this show that I rate Letizia as a pundit and I've only just started hearing him as a co-commentator. Be happy with that. Did you? Oh, did you see? Oh, beautiful bit of uh, a bit of. Uh, Can we get Thatcher on? back in charge as well? <laughs> <laughs> on um, on sort of Saturday, I think it was, and it was uh, Paul Merson going. Oh well, I think that um, when uh, Darren Bent goes from uh, Aston Villa and goes wherever he's going to go, I think I should get Denver Barin. And uh, and everyone was like, Well, why why would you want to go from Newcastle United to to Aston Villa? He goes, uh, bigger club. Yeah, he started going and, trophies and stuff. And then he started going, uh, and then as soon as he said it, you could see his eyes started rolling back in his head, going, oh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a sherry. All, all joking aside, though, Villa are a much bigger club in Newcastle. Let's have, a, let's have a fight about that, shall we? Or shall we not? Um, yeah, so uh, a great win for Sunderland against Manchester City. I thought that was great analysis of the City game. We really got to the... We did the commentary. Oh, Michael Cox is shitting himself now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well... Uh, it was slips. Yeah, it, it, was, was, it, it was. It was slips. City yeah. dropping point. Obviously, they drew away um, to West Brom. But <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, somebody said, one of the pundits said, that, is that a way to play against City? Just put everyone behind the ball. I've, I kind of Hit them on hope the break. not because it's prob- horrible when you see teams do that to anyone we've talked about this before and the problem with that tactic is if you can see the goal early on yeah. what are you going to do then exactly what are you going to do you know I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily blame teams for doing that sometimes if you don't throw that to the letter and so disciplined that you suck all mm. the joy out of the game mm. if you can see you're in banging trouble well I think maybe we will see teams try and do that now because it has worked so I was going to say I mean West Brom got a point Sunderland got it, all three Sunderland had a couple of chances as if, well if it shows if it's shown that you know a team will be affected by that then teams will start doing it this happened to Arsenal before they couldn't deal with it so other teams started doing it maybe we will see that happen to City who knows yeah no it'd be interesting and again it'll be interesting to see how they come up, up against that because we were talking a little while ago about them perhaps having a little wobble you know they've lost two games now in qu- like relatively quick succession mm. you know who knows? It's all up there, isn't it? Isn't it just? Um, uh, Manchester United, yeah, lost at home to Blackburn Rovers. I'd be, three I'd be just so confused. I know they've got players missing and stuff. Well, I mean, it was yeah, it was a makeshift side, but still. The way they lined up: Raphael midfield, centre midfield, Carrick at centre back, Valencia at right back. All right, now I know he's played there for a while now, and well back out, way out on the left. Mm. It, it didn't. It, I mean, <clears> and the thing was with them, it wasn't just. It's not as easy just to say all oh, the personnel, blah blah. They need players. They do need players. But the way they moved the ball so slowly against Blackburn, they didn't press them, they didn't make it hard for Blackburn. They didn't seem to make any or use any advantage of the fact that they're at home and that Old Trafford's quite intimidating. And Blackburn, you could just see them growing confidence. Mm. They were th- after, you could almost like, physically see them thinking, do you know what? There's nothing to be scared of here. And even when they went, and, and the reason you know that's the case, because they were two up, they went to two all, and normally you think there's only one winner now. Yeah. And Blackburn, didn't, they didn't care. Mm. They just pushed on and pushed on, and they got a win. And, and fair play to And fair play to Steve King as well, by the way. He deserves credit for all the stick he gets. He deserves credit for that. Because the players that I saw for the first real, well, the first real time I saw, they were actually playing for him. And they went over to him, and everyone was, and everyone's been very, mm-hmm. um, very sort of positive and supporting him in terms of playing stuff. Now, I know they want to play games. Grant Hanley went a bit far 
and I'll quote Go on all season our performances have been absolutely brilliant <laughs> I'm not giving you that one Grant yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair to Keen King Keenan Keenan yeah. to be fair to King no, yeah, I've, got nothing. I've got nothing. But do you not think it's ridiculous? They go, they go. Let me put this out there, Jim. Right? They they beat United yeah, Old Trafford, right? Mm. Then they go and play against Stoke. They lose a cat at home. They're probably a bit unlucky. Stoke are a good team, and then the, the fans just booing him again. Yeah. They're just on his back again straight away. Yeah. I know it's more of a general thing about Venkis, blah blah. But they say that, but it's manifesting itself as what is effectively a personality attack. Well, character assassination on that it, man, it, and it's translating onto the team as well as, we, as we've said before. It's the, you know if you're if you're playing in a football team and you're losing, and you're hearing boos from. The thousands of people watching it, you, you're not thinking, ah, it's all right, it's just for Steve. No, you know, yeah. it's, just, <laughs> no, no. it's going to affect them massively, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's undone the good work that they did at, at Old Trafford. I mean, obviously, you can say, you know, a loss to Stoke kind of does that as well, but it's I just it just looks like a horrible downward spiral for Blackburn. I feel sorry for Everton with Yukubu and that. It's just like, <laughs> they can't yeah. buy a goal at the moment. No, I know, it's exactly. kind of yeah. like, <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> the problem with Yukubu at Everton, I think, is that Moyes seems to be like quite a hard taskmaster. Yeah. I don't think Steve Keane is. It's, how, it's the same thing with the Van der Vaart thing at Spurs. Mm. Redknapp doesn't make him do anything, mm. so he loves playing there. Yukubu obviously doesn't like running. Yeah. Uh, and as is his belly. <laughs> Keane doesn't make him run probably. Everton are absolutely built on consistency. If you look at yeah. all the players throughout that squad they, you know for the, the wages they can pay and sort of the uh, you know the, the kind of money they apparently have they're punching way above their weight with some of those players and just how players like Sylvan Distan you know just mm. absolutely solid and same instead of Fulham as well I think mm. and it's yeah, yeah they, it's just credit to them I can, Yukubu just does not fit that does he just no, does no. not fit that system at all but if he gets you, if he gets some 20 goals a season I don't care well his second goal was well taken against yeah. United Mate, you know, I've seen Yukubu play a lot you know in terms yeah. of Premier League players he's one of the players I've seen, probably seen the most uh, in the flesh you know, and he's not at what he used to be, but when he was at Portsmouth, certainly he's brilliant in front of goal. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, he's, look, he's look at his lethal. Penalties. Yeah. Look at his penalties, for example, you know, I know he's missed a couple, but he hasn't missed many. No. And if he gets a chance, he'll snaffle a chance away and he'll put it away. He did that for Everton when he first signed him for ages. Yeah. Well. And with any part of his body as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really, really kind of it, flexible. Like. I thought it was very odd at Old Trafford, considering it was uh, Sir Alex's 70th. Um, Similar to when they opened the stand, it was almost a bit like yeah. some people on the pitch, some women on the pitch singing yeah, happy like birthday and stuff. Schoolgirl choir or yeah. something weird like that. But like it, right at the end of the game, you know, it was two all, and obviously three two. The crowd was silent. Mm. It was as if they were three nil up. And there yeah. was no urgency, nothing, and that is very unlike the old Trafford Worrying faithful. For them, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. But fortunately for them, um, Manchester City lost to Coulson, and they're and they're they're right up there with them. But do you, um, do you sort of think that this season is like the end of the Premier League? It just seems like <laughs> a really weird like sort of year, where it's yeah. just kind of like, well, is this the last year? Is everything just got, everyone's got their school shirts on with like all writing all over it? Everyone's bringing toys yeah. in and stuff, and yeah. everyone's <laughs> everyone's bought into this Mayan thing. Like yeah, that. everyone's just got a bit loopy. Year. Yeah, but did you, you not saying? last season or the season before last when it just seemed like a team didn't want to win it mm. well, it's getting a bit like that I've got a feeling that City might f- fall a bit short I've got a feeling yeah and I think that will that will ruin they, them they look United so unstoppable at the start yeah, they? at home they're very strong formidable <coughs> and they played tonight don't know when we're recording so we That's right. they got on but United have got a strength for them, and I think they will and it'll be interesting to see what happens definitely yeah. uh, we've got to mention that Peter Crouch got his 100th league goal at Ewood Park odd celebration I didn't see it, I didn't see it, it happen. yeah he kind of held up uh, like a uh, he was like a, an O with one uh, with his uh, thumb and forefinger an O with his mouth kind of in a shape and then the one it's, uh, it's trying to, to say 100, 100 but I just don't get a t-shirt yeah, everyone <laughs> else does <laughs> no, you use, you? Your, use your face at it's least he's better. bringing something new to the table alright fair maybe I've been harsh I would like to catch Peter Crouch asleep in a hammock and then spin him round in it 
because his limbs had come out of it and it looked really weird. It's like a cartoon, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a cartoon when they ride on a snow hill. Yeah. A, a snow hill? There. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's a cartoon. You can do what you want and just draw it. Um, uh, QPR <laughs> no. won Norwich 2. Joey Barton scored them and sent off for QPR. Good to see future England captain Grant Holt trying to stop them sending yeah. them off. Yeah, yeah he probably went, he went fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> future England captain. I oh, know. If you I get him on that player. I know you guys have, have sort of already stuck a, stuck a boot in at um, Alton Barton already, but in the interest of balance. It was never a sending off. Yeah, I thought it was harsh. He was mm. getting kicked a bit. He mm. was. It all, it, it, you know, it's clearly being dished out to him. It was clear, but it wasn't clear really clear what, what had actually happened. They said it, it was just, a headbutt. Yeah, but it wasn't a headbutt. The ref saw it first and didn't do anything, did it? Yeah. Barton suggested that the referee and the linesman said admitted it at half time we didn't see it yeah and right. I, I think the, rep- the reputation's gone what, ahead there. what Barton's alleging and it, you know there's a, it certainly yeah, looks like this could be, could be true yeah. but I'm sure he will yeah it's, he's saying that Johnson just kind of put his face up to his then acted like Barton had nutted him did you see Crazy Johnson acting. at the darts that night yeah he yeah. had a sign up at the, the world Norwich darts Barton. saying Barton's breath stinks yeah no Bar- Barton your breath stinks <laughs> it's proper loads like, of players just have a dig back at him now don't they they realise yeah. he's a pussycat oh. I don't know if he's <laughs> dyed his hair he had like jet black hair did you notice he's that he's looking young isn't he I tweeted him like a young Pete young <laughs> <laughs> Pete yeah. yeah fair enough uh, we mentioned Everton earlier there we've got to mention them again because they've signed Landon Donovan on a two month loan deal we're all happy about that surely yeah, we like Landy Cates indeed I'd like to see him stay long term actually yeah, well oh, we're just signing little, he's in the offing last season player, wasn't he's another happen. player like, like the players we were talking about earlier like uh, Distan Heiting and these players are just consistent and he's, 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 he annoys me a little bit that he won't leave LA Galaxy mm. do you think that's a d- if Everton, to Germany didn't really Everton, get on that way Everton don't really have much money though do they yeah, yeah. maybe yeah I mean, he's probably happy there you know? but I think the problem with any of those signings that where they've had a full season over there when are they going to get the t- you know it's an extra half season for yeah. them to play if it's a permanent deal if it's only a couple of months that's fine that's just basically a couple of matches bit of training keeping your, your, your arm in a little bit but mm. I just I just think it, another it, half season on top of that you can't use your arm by the way <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you got he, problems. I think he played thirteen games last time. In, in, he got, in, I'm pretty in, sure he got a player of the month. Wow. Or yeah, he did. Yeah, which was which was incredible. And he said, you know, it feels like coming home, feels like family, and, and all that sort of stuff. It's like he's playing for two teams. Yeah, isn't well, it? he is. <laughs> like, Beckham, yeah. like Beckham at Milan. <laughs> well, yeah, as well. Um, and I'm all for it. Uh, I'm all I, like, for I, I think he's a likable character. I think he's a good player. I, I hope he gets on well. And Everton need him. So you know, good luck to them both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last Premier League fixture we'll talk about: Liverpool three, Newcastle one. Pete. Yeah, yeah. Is Newcastle's uh, push for fourth spot maybe? Gerard was the Rovers Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was. It was really disappointed the like, second half that we didn't manage to. Uh, that we didn't manage to press them at all. I, uh, apart from the Denver Bar chance, which is wonderfully cleared off the line by Scarlett. I tell you I mean, what, that Kabai pass to set up Bar was one of the passes of the season. Mm. Yeah, it was magnificent. Bar just about... saw. Look, he always looks like he's going to score. Mm. I, I went up uh, and I saw uh, Newcastle versus uh, West Brom, uh, the old coloured and whites. As, yep. uh, as Alan Hansen might call them, um, <laughs> and, uh, and a, a good time was had by all. And uh, but we just, we, I, I just think we, um, you know, we missed certain defensive characters. Well, that's, that's, been, that's been the bedrock what's been built, hasn't it? As soon as they lose defensive personnel, it started to fall off. A bit. Yeah. The, the thing about the Liverpool game is one thing. I, I sort of half expect Liverpool to kick on a bit because the good thing about them is they just don't concede. They don't no. concede goals. They've got the best defensive record in the league, I think. But I think Mark, it was just like Ryan Till had an absolute stinker. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think he was, well, yeah, he was, he was left one. 
Couldn't he? He hit the bar at one point, didn't he? Not for the first time. He loved that. Didn't he? this time. That was a bar stall specifically. I see. The day before we recorded this podcast, former Liverpool, Everton, and Birmingham City player Gary Ablett died at the age of 46. Yeah, quite a very popular player, of course. Only player to win the FA Cup with Everton and Liverpool. Yeah, I believe so. I remember him from my childhood, late 80s. I remember him and Polly ride out. Yeah, you love a bit of Everton when you were young, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Was it 94? Five or ninety six, they won the FA Cup, beating Manchester United. I think it was in the final. Certainly in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's sad news, and yeah, condolences to his family. Yeah, very young indeed. Uh, right, let's move on to the Championship. Brighton, we've talked about a little bit this season. They've dropped all the way down to thirteenth, although they're only four points off the playoffs. They beat league leaders Southampton three 0 Ricky Lambert sent off. Ricky, Ricky Lambert, Lambert sent not off. Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> Southampton dropping a lot of points recently. They're having a wobble, but they're, they're still a, they're still on top, just about. <laughs> I think they, I, you know, I'm not, I know this is going to be like, oh yeah, you're just saying this because you support Portsmouth, but genuinely, it is that. Though, isn't no, it isn't genuinely. Okay. Some good teams in that league. I think they might fall a bit short. West Ham, are, West Ham have got bags of experience and they've got a highly experienced manager. Mm, they're grinding well. wins out as well. Absolutely. They're having a bit of a rough patch where they're still getting the wins. <laughs> well, it's worth pointing out when you say Brighton are down to 13th or whatever it is they are, very close. It's very close. I mean, mm. Well, I did uh, immediately after say four points off the playoffs. Yeah, well, Portsmouth are something like 18th and they're only sort of seven points off it as well. Mm. It's, it's very close there. Yeah, but then you are only saying that because you support Portsmouth. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the only reason I say anything. Mm. Got him, Jimbo. Yeah, got yeah. him. Uh, Cardiff beat Reading 3 1. Big win. For uh, the Welsh side, they move into third, two points behind the top two. Reading still in fifth. I still think Reading might do that surge. Oh, I felt I felt sorry for Cardiff because they knocked on the door of the Premier League for so long and yeah. Swansea just trotted up. That's right. That's right. Ages, yeah? <laughs> uh, Middlesbrough missed the chance to go top, losing three 0 to Blackpool. Quite uh, a surprise result there. Who but they for Blackpool. Lua Lua. They are, they are. Yeah, so he did. He slipped, he slipped under the, rad- the Ramble radar. The one that was back, back, back yeah, yeah, yeah. scoring <laughs> goals for him as well. Indeed, I he is. I did not realise that. Only twenty-one as well. Oh, it's not Lumanu Luwalawa. Yeah, it is. And he's twenty-one. I'm joking. That was a joke. But it is Lumanu Luwalawa. We won't manage to start regeneration. We won't know his age. I think that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Middlesbrough, they're, they're fourth level on points with Cardiff. So two points separating mm-hmm. the top four in the championship. Um, and also, uh, ex Forest manager Steve McLaren returned to FC20 by the looks of things mm-hmm. uh, in Holland, according to reports. Does anyone else think that, like, Steve, that's the only part of your managerial legacy you can't ruin? Don't, mm-hmm. don't go back. We're going to do that. Go back to Middlesbrough and bomb out of the FA <laughs> yeah. <UA> for Cup. <laughs> Yeah, it, just imagine it at home Honey I've got some news <laughs> Oh god he's got the voice on <laughs> <laughs> This could only mean one thing <laughs> Right let's move quickly to League th- Sean Connery impression Quickly oh, to Oh watch a strobe waffle Quickly to League 2 um, In the sanctuary of uh, Now over the festive period There was a rather nasty injury in League 2 That we mm. have to mention In the match between Gillingham We don't have to mention uh, it We do <laughs> uh, In uh, Gillingham and Crawley Town um, it, There was a split scrotum yeah, who was it? Wow. It was... We're a split scrotum of a podcast, yeah. I think. Oh, he's literally running his bollocks off, Richard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's horrendous. Didn't he have five stitches in his nuts? Five. Andy Hessenthaler, um, the Jules manager, <laughs> said this. He said he's probably going to have to have five stitches in his testicles, believe it or not. It's ripped his testicles open. It's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but then he I'm went on like an unspooling tear. He went, oh. on, <laughs> he went on to say the what most... comes out? <laughs> dragging it off the ground. Behind. He went on to say <laughs> the most sort of manager-style kind of comment. He went... It's a horrific injury. I'm not making that up. We've seen it in there. <laughs> <laughs> seen it in there. Surely out there. For that 
It's just unbelievable. That is horrible. Yeah. He's literally dropped a bollock. Oh. Did I see, did I see uh, Teddy Sheringham's son scored for Bournemouth? I don't know. Uh, over Christmas? Not sure. Can't well, he did. He's definitely scored for somebody. If he plays for Bournemouth, he's scored for those guys. Okay. He scored for <laughs> So well done, then. Yeah. Teddy well Sheringham's son. Amazing. Yeah. It's all yeah. about timing, isn't it? <laughs> As the man once said, to an even greater man. Now, let's move on to the SBL Celtic R top in Scotland. Um, they were well off the pace a few months ago, uh, off, off Rangers' pace. But they're now two points clear after winning the Old Firm Derby 1-0 over the Christmas period. Let's have some Craig Brown. Hang on. <laughs> We've got the big one to go for, for first. It's the Edinburgh Derby. It was played uh, this week and the, the Gorgie Boys of Hartland Midlothian beat Hibernian. If you're uh, going to do the Gorgie uh, Boys, you at least do it properly. The magnificent Gorgie Boys <laughs> beat the Hibs. 3-1 at Easter Road. Hearts move Some up. cracking own goals in the SPL, wouldn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there always is. Uh, I, I, like, I, like to, I like to just occasionally watch the SPL. And, and, and I, I watched it. I watched it ever so often, and I watched a bit of it today. And just saw a couple of own goals going, and thought, "Yep, still happening." <laughs> I watched, Thank you, Scotland. Yeah. I, like, I like the post-match interview uh, with Neil Lennon. He t- clearly just climbed up some stairs because the commentator went, uh, "Congratulations, Neil." He went, "Thanks." <laughs> Yeah. It's really drawn out. <laughs> He's definitely had some media training because after the old foam game, he was so subdued. <laughs> and actually, he was quite, oh, yeah, well, Rangers were unlucky there and all this sort of stuff. It? And I was like, flipping, eh? <laughs> Someone's invested in you. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of mention for the um, fantastic Aberdeen well, I, haven't said, I haven't finished with Hearts yet. Oh, go on then, go on. Yeah, they're up to fourth. I'm chomping at the bit. They're, just, they're just 21 <laughs> points off the top spot. So <laughs> it's not this season. No. Is it what I'm saying? Is it a transitional season for him? <laughs> yeah. Yet again. <laughs> How many points off the top? 21. It's just seven wins. Yeah. It's just seven wins. <laughs> never know, mate. Well, Celtic have done it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's always next year. Yes. They're really mean. They're absolutely <laughs> real in Celtic at the moment. But not even paying their players. No. Are they? Well, they're just, they're just pumping on pure adrenaline, aren't they? It's <laughs> such a glorious run. They're not one eating thing food. I have, uh, I have noticed that I love about Scottish football is, uh, or Scottish managers, really, is when they say fullbacks. Because yeah. it makes it sound like they're saying their full backs are fools. fools yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's good. Twatbacks. I, I think Romanoff was thinking about playing, paying the Hearts players. He had a little look, saw the young guy, and go, Well, I'm not going to pay you if you keep yeah. doing that. They won the Edinburgh Derby, I'm man. I'm not paying for that. I think that's nine nine wins in a row in the Edinburgh Derby. Oh, not one, nine, be, uh, nine unbeaten in the Edinburgh Derby. So, how about that? But let's move on to Aberdeen, who won away at Dundee United in spectacular fashion with Icelandic midfielder Kari Arneson scoring a 35 yarder in off the bar that's four minutes of the time. Beauty. In fact, would you say forty yards? It was a yeah, long way out. Closer to that, yeah, yeah. We, we'll have it. We're, we'll have that. Let's stick our next out. He's going to enjoy uh, January being an Icelander. Yeah. Icelandica. I like Icelander. No, wait I'm a happy. He's being an Icelandic, surely. Mm. An Icelandic. What were Craig there. Brown said about that winner? Um, well, it was a magnificent strike. <laughs> Is it the best goal you've seen this season, Craig? <laughs> no, Edmundo's against Manchester United. Was it? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it was better than a nothing, nothing result. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Craig Brown say? That, that's it. What did Craig Brown say when Edmundo scored that goal? Oh, look at that. <laughs> it's the best goal I've ever seen. Oh, okay. It, it, it it's like bad improv night. Yeah. And what would happen if Craig Brown was uh, <laughs> head of a terrorist cell? <laughs> I think it sounded a little bit like this. <laughs> 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 I love it, Craig Brown. Oh, Come on, got right. the infidel. Forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. Forgive us. Uh, right, let's go to France. 
where Paris Saint-Germain have acquired the Paris services of Carlo Ancelotti. Mm. Yeah, excellent that point. Is, um, that is a game changer, that is. I fully <laughs> expect them to get on with the league now. I think there are a few points clear at the top. Mm. Mm. Ancelotti's experience being valuable. Yeah, the players are being linked with is, uh, you know, they, they've missed out on Beckham, haven't they? Uh, clearly, I think they wanted him to say, hello, we're a big player now. Mm. Uh, but Pastore is probably their only really, truly big name, but I imagine that will They've change. got pots of money. Mm. I think they're one of those clubs, because of the money, of course, who are now being linked whenever there's somebody who's yeah. unsettled. By agents, just to make Yeah, money. of course, well, yeah, and, yeah. And a big part of that, of course, as Jim just touched on, is the Pastore signing, because if Pastore could have gone anywhere. He could have. And he, and he elects to go to PSG. And um, it does, in a way, show how um, how much they are big players. The thing about the Beckham sort of situation is, you, you say, "Oh, yeah, they wanted to put, sign Beckham and put themselves on the map." A, a team's going to still be doing that like fifteen years time. Yeah. So. We got Beckham, so we've been business. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's forty-eight. Crawley, <laughs> Crawley Town will be doing yeah. that. <laughs> the French league history have always paid fairly low wages compared to everywhere else. In yeah. Europe, yeah. So that's why you know the, these marquee sites. Yeah, it's, it's not, not working out for Malaga, is it? In Spain, I mean, I know it's difficult for them, but yeah, but they're in a yeah, they're, they're in a two-horse race, and they're behind them looking at the two horses' bums. <laughs> yeah, I was going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> say that about Malaga now, though, is to sort of kind of say that about City when their f- money first came in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. get off Malaga's back. Leave Malaga, Malaga alone. Shitbag. Oi, fuck them. All right. Um, let's go to Switzerland then, where Sion have been deducted 36 points. <laughs> a punitive measure. <laughs> for fielding uh, ineligible players in uh, league fixtures. Well, they signed. The Ramble have done that before. The, the <laughs> Ramble have not done that, Peter. <laughs> and Marcus I did mean, by what you mean, rubbish ones. Yeah. Give them to himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, this was when uh, Sion they were told that they couldn't sign anybody. They had a, a transfer embargo. And then they just did. <laughs> yeah. And. and, and <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. Like, we'll just go and plastic surgery. Look like our existing players. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those ones where, like, FIFA are actually right. Yeah, <laughs> I find it confusing. FIFA just sort of said to the Swiss FA, "Are you going to do anything about that? Because that's that's the, you you can't do that." Yeah. yeah. And they was like, "Oh, we'll do it in a minute." And then they went, "Right, you you time's going on here. <laughs> We're not meeting you for any more lunch." Yeah. <laughs> you already know it's a million <laughs> consultancy fee. <laughs> <laughs> that's a conversation there. Exactly. But they didn't. The FIFA basically say, "Right, if you don't do anything, your national teams." Are, up the creek yeah. and they went alright then 36 points and then Sion are like oh FIFA blackmail <laughs> come on stop you it you can't just do that can you you yeah. can't just ignore the rules no. and then complain about it no I think that bothered Sorry, about if the- any Liverpool fans are listening <laughs> <laughs> that is true but what would FIFA have banned them from the World Cup which is a well, while away just kick him out of competition well, I suppose Euros yeah Euros Euros but wouldn't Euros. that come under UEFA there was talk Basel would be out of the Champions League as well yeah. and it would just be but that's you ever again though, it? it's a bit sketchy because the laws of the game whether you're playing in the Euros or, uh, they are the FIFA laws of the game so it does, it does there is a bit it's definitely I know, yeah because like, yeah. when FIFA want this sort of hands off so oh we're not doing with this racism it's UEFA <laughs> it's yeah. fine get yourself some t-shirts and sort it out haven't Liverpool done well over Christmas that's enough morally Sweden oh Sweden Zlatan Ibrahimovic the most sort of like neutral chilled out yeah, I, uh, well we've just been to Switzerland <laughs> that hasn't worked <laughs> I, think, I think he's about to say Zlatan so <laughs> right, yeah. yeah a massive distraction You're is needed yeah. Zlatan Ibrahimovic's autobiography <laughs> apparently sold over 500,000 copies already in Sweden uh, well I are there even that many Swedish people I don't know but it's, it's been a real hit 
Is it um, like standard issue, like Chairman Chair Mao's little red book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> been published in Norway as well, uh, of course, as well as Italy, but, but Norway's new one. So, due to the massive interest, there are suggestions that a film could follow. I'm not putting two and two together, but it's being sold in Norway, and Norway is the home of the Nobel Prize. So, mm. <laughs> is that the first step? It's <laughs> no, not going to be an English translation of this, is there? There's gonna, talk there, there might be now. Well, I'm going to put it out there to the Zlatan's publishers. Challenge if you them. are, if you are listening, I don't speak Swedish, but if you send me the book, I will guess what it is <laughs> and translate it for you. Yeah, the punctuation alone would, would be... <laughs> it would give me some idea. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, uh, the, the co-author of the book said that there is incredible interest to, to film it. Uh, Zlatan is very interested in films, so I'm sure it'll happen. Who would play him? Zlatan. He'd play himself. Yeah, de- it'd, oh, just, definitely. it'd just be him reading it. Who's going to play him as a kid? Him again. Yeah, yeah I think so. Just in a Who's small the fellow suit. Who's gladiator? <laughs> His knees and his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> in a onesie. <laughs> Still just doing kick-ups of oranges. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Right, now we're going to go to South America. Brazil, specifically, where Adriano, uh, the Corinthians forward. And the emperor. The emperor. Him back on the show. He's <laughs> a chunky emperor. <laughs> Have you seen him lately? Yeah. He has ballooned again. And he's only about 29. He's 29. Yeah, 29. I can't believe that. I thought he was about 34. Uh, he's recently accused of accidentally shooting a woman. <laughs> Well, at least it was accidentally. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, the woman who got shot is obviously the the accuser, mm. um, and it was in the early hours of Christmas Eve. He was with four ladies and his bodyguard on their way to his house. <laughs> it was a midnight mass. <laughs> 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 Gotta bring the peace. Uh, midnight massive. Uh, when the incident happened, and the woman was shot in the hand, and had accused Adriano of shooting her accidentally, but changed her testimony, telling police that actually it was her who shot herself. There was also talk from one of the other women that she deliberately shot herself yeah. to like just make like money off the publicity off the back of Adriano accidentally shooting her in the hand. Yeah. What's wrong with her? She's has, now having reconstructive yeah. but she's now having reconstructive surgery. Well she will have she shot herself in the hand. <laughs> in the end. Um, my great my granddad was shot in the hand in the trenches and uh, permanently has a claw hand after that. That's not right. Well she yeah. don't want that. No, 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 no Adriano no. wasn't involved. <laughs> you can't again, that. again he wasn't no, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have gone with he's it. Like, what, he's like the war horse, he's like war Adriano. He used to ride him around the trenches. <laughs> and now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. It's time for going for gold. Hey, 2012. Blues hey. Brothers 2000. Uh, right. First clue. Bang into it, lads. Come on. Get your head on. I was born in 1973. Ooh. I was born in a little known place called Enugu. Inugu. Inugu. My foot. Peter and Love. No. Stop. <laughs> Tony Yaboa. Hey, no. Stop. <laughs> Is it Eileen Johnson? No. <laughs> okay. All right. My first team was Anugu Rangers. <sighs> My name is now Mohammed Yavuz. Oh. Okay. I won the African Cup of Nations in 1994. Stop. Rig song? No. Stop. No, because he's still called Rigger Bear Song. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, um, is it Daniel Amakachi? No. Good one, though. Thanks. Oh, I see what you're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was busy almost winning the World Cup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With his friend, Emmanuel Amanike. Could, have, could have been my next guest. You <laughs> <laughs> saved me trouble, thanks. I have won the Oberliga Sudvest, the Saarland Cup, the Chancellor Cup, and, yes, the Intertoto Cup. Stop. Rashid Yakini? No. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I was voted number 12 of the greatest African footballers of the past 50 years. Stop. Uh-oh. Abidi Pele? No. Stop. 
For Needy George? No. Oh, oh, I, I thought you had that. I thought you had that. God. I was name checked in the MIA track Paper Planes. God. All I want to do is. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, Very abstract clue. Yeah. I was one of Pele's FIFA 100s. Stop. El Hajjouf? No. Yeah, I was thinking that. Is, no, he's still called yeah. El Hajjouf, isn't he? Yeah. I think it's El Hajjouf Albert Juf. Sorry about that. I've yeah. run out of clothes, lads. Did you, oh. you win then? I think, yeah, you've beaten Who us. Who was it? <clears throat> JJ Kotcher. Oh! We, we, we danced, danced around the whole bloody thing. Damn. He has Turkish citizenship and, he has, and he's got a new name, Mohamed Yavuz. Oh, oh idiot. man. Yeah, we named all the other top Nigerian players. Yeah. Only 38. Seems yeah. older. Sickening. <laughs> Seems older. Sickening. Well done. Yeah. Moving on. Well done. Let's have an email. Let's. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. I've got an email, so I'm going to read it. It's very brief. Okay. Ramblers. Hello. Something I learned on a recent stadium tour of White Hart Lane. Mm. Gaz used to take an air rifle to the ground on days off to take pop shots at pigeons. <laughs> And when there weren't any, he'd shoot the golden cockerel atop the stand, which is now situated in the reception of the lane with dents all over it. <laughs> <laughs> from Raj in Leeds. <laughs> it's a good shot, then. Yeah. yeah. Did well, you see that picture? Well, you don't know how many times he shot yeah. the gun, do you? <laughs> Did you Presumably see that? loads. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. He's no Adriano. Did you see the picture? <laughs> Did you see the picture of uh, of Gaza over Christmas? I presume it was posted over Christmas with his top off. He's yeah, got yeah. him terrifically oh. ripped oh, in a sort horrible. of like put your shirt back on. I feel a bit sick. It's yeah, all sinews. Yeah. Like muscle. Can I just say I genuinely thought that was Jody Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no it, 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 there's no bulk there. It's just all, every sinew has muscle on it. Don't have a go. I mean, he's been through the mill. Look at yourself. Been to the gym. Yeah. Have I mean, look at yourself. Look at them guns. <laughs> yeah. Boom boom, boom. gunny. <laughs> Okay, let's have a profile, you lot. Right, who's going to be the first one of 2012? Well, it's one of the truly great foreign players to have plied his trade in the Premier League and considered to be Chelsea's greatest ever player. It's Gianfranco Zola. Aye. Oh, he went on John Motson. Oh. I thought you were going to say Nigel Spackman. <laughs> it's, it, it's Eddie Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Newton. It's not Eddie Newton. It's Gianfranco Zola. Yeah, it is on. Gianfranco Zola, the little magician. Yeah. Hugely popular wherever he's gone, especially at his beloved Chelsea. Born on the 5th of July 1966. One year, no more, no less, yeah. before the Summer of Love. That which summer. would have been in full swing in July. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. At some point in this profile, is somebody going to say, too small to play football? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still too small to play football. <laughs> Actually incorrect. He's about, he's about five foot six. If you put that in perspective, exactly the same height as my mother, which is just strange. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could play the childhood Zlatan. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. Excellent. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is from Sardinia. A lot of the Sardinians are quite small. Um, yeah, they're notably small, aren't they? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so hence he got the name The Little Magician um, At the age of 18 He signed his first Professional contract uh, With local team New Oreze well, um, 18 years old quite. I hope he had someone Look over it as well I think yeah. so uh, Over his shoulder Yeah um, uh, Shorter than him When he was 18 but probably about the same isn't Yeah it? maybe Thinner yeah. Uh, Thinner He's not particularly big now Is he no. but, uh, I know what you're saying I'm not sure these are the hard facts We no. need to be looking at uh, <laughs> Jim Fragazola Ladies and gentlemen Is short Was once even shorter <laughs> Welcome Possibly thinner Once yeah. a fetus yeah. You heard it here first yeah. <laughs> uh, He played there for a few years In uh, the uh, lower leagues in Italy Moved up to Serie C In 1987 Playing for side Torres uh, He was playing more regularly now and uh, his quality wasn't overlooked because he was catapulted not literally up the division could have been to Serie A when Napoli signed him in 1989 and they were a decent side mm. then they had a 
pretty significant player at the time. Kareka. Right? Yeah, Kareka. <laughs> oh, I love Kareka. Decent. Un- underrated Kareka. Yeah, but you're probably referring is to Daniel Fonseca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it fair to say that when he sl- slotted in next to Fonseca, yeah. it was almost like he was the player or one of the players that helped them sort of get over? Ma- well, maybe they haven't re- ever really got What him. name were you about to say? Diego Maradona. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he, he played, played for them. Yeah. No, but he was one of the players who sort of helped them get over. He did, yeah. yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, playing alongside the, the likes of Kareka and Maradona. Um, for a young lad who's come up from <laughs> effectively the third division into that. Team. If you are going to watch your team <laughs> and up front you've got Maradona Correcca with Zola just behind, mm. you take that all day. Yeah. And they did. They yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. They, they permanently looked back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely incredible. Coming from those lower leagues all the way up. Um, Look, DJ Campbell did it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. Well, mm, not even <laughs> arguably. Um, Zola won Serie A at, at Napoli, and, uh, would, but more importantly to the, the man's career, would learn a lot playing with Maradona. Uh, apparently the two spent hours on the training ground practicing free kicks together mm. which is a lovely image it, it, Zola feels like a link between that last generation of Maradona's generation and sort of the one that we grew up with yeah you know? it's nice that such a sort of iconic player was was you know was such a young player alongside such another iconic player mm. yeah. imagine how much you'd have learned I mean it's, yeah. you can't think of a better teacher for that sort of player as well. that's right that's right apparently the two would have uh, penalty competitions with their weaker feet as but well. they're going all night <laughs> yeah. just, all night can you imagine like everyone volunteering I'll go in goal for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see the two little men having, yeah. having pop shots at you uh, Zola also remembers an occasion when Napoli were playing Pisa in the Italian Cup and he said that Maradona gave him the number 10 jersey and, and took the number 9 and Zola said for me it was the most beautiful thing I could ever imagine you know Maradona letting me play in the number 10 shirt imagine my confidence and th- th- there is talk of I don't know how um, true this is but they're kind of an understudy kind of feel to Maradona and Zola mm. you know I mean Maradona was probably you know Maradona never f- never forgets his lines you know Maradona did go off the rails a little bit as we know at Napoli and, and, and so on and so forth and, but, but Zola as you said Luke you know he, he kept going and, and, and they, they loved him they, they really did Wait, and, it, was, it was stupid they let him go to Parma well I think it was because of I think it was the funds and all the team mm. needed to, to, yeah. to raise some money he went to Parma where he teamed up with Faustino Aspria Rowling was there as well if I remember yeah. rightly mm. oh, was that then was uh, it at one yeah. point they were all there together I think then is that something. when they had the top that said Parmalat yeah yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah around that sort because you've had one like that didn't you they had Danone yeah, yeah, are they all yoghurt manufacturers that was later that was later, that was later. <laughs> yeah Muller um, but yeah uh, I like this apparently Zola took uh, Aspria fishing once but only once as he said I did take him fishing once only once because of how he behaved <laughs> put the gun down he, he broke all my fishing rods and made a big mess in my boat <laughs> Broke uh, his fishing rods. When, he, when he says that he made a big mess in my boat, yeah, yeah. goodness knows what leaps to mind. <laughs> I wish I was there. He caught the fish with his hands and pulled them apart. Yeah. I see it every time I close my eyes. It's yeah. just different class, isn't yeah. it? A mess in my boat. Oh, lovely banter. <laughs> shut up. Um, uh, I think I'm right in James saying that. Shut up. up. <laughs> I think I'm right in saying Zola uh, previously held the free kick scoring record in Serie A, which I'd imagine that is no mean. <laughs> Feet. No, that, that no. league has had some free kick takers. They love a dead ball. They do love a dead ball. Uh, he did win the UEFA. <laughs> <laughs> he did win the UEFA Cup with Palmer in '95. Mm. Um, They'd be Arsenal, didn't they? 
yeah. They lost to Arsenal in the Cup. No, of course, cup. yeah, no. In 94. Oh, okay. Yes, because they were um, the holders in the final. When that's I right. Uh, Alan Smith. Arsenal were the holders in the final. That's right. Off a bit then. Uh, Zola did play at the World Cup. I should have said, actually, in 91, uh, playing for Napoli, he got his uh, first cap for Italy. Um, but uh, in 94 he was uh, called up to the World Cup squad in America only briefly he came on against the Argentina in the second round and was sent off quite harshly I think I might mm. be the only sending off in I remember it being a ridiculous sending off <clears throat> in fact yeah I think the little man dropped to his knees as well when he was sent off in, in typical Italian fashion you know back in Serie A though he was uh, making his name real really as a, as, as a playmaker a goal scorer uh, all those kind of things that we, we now know him um, Carlo Ancelotti manager of Parma at the time didn't really see him fitting into his system so he was sold to Chelsea in, in 96 for four and a half million pounds uh, he did play at Euro 96 uh, that summer the Italians went out in the first round he missed a penalty in a nil-nil draw with Germany which proved to be crucial he had a funny international career Zola a lot of Italian players did when they, they were almost sort of like they, they disappeared off the international radar when they left Italy basically they, Italian I don't know if it's still the same now but they were traditionally quite myopic when it comes to sort of picking international yeah. players but also though, there were so many players at the time oh, the likes lot, of Baggio yeah. And, yeah. and so on and so Full course, um, but uh, he did score a, a famous goal for Italy against England in a one-nil win in the uh, which was it World Cup '98 qualifier. Yeah, uh, but do you know the amazing thing about that was he scored and it was such a huge game that even when he came back to the Premier League, he was still very popular because mm. that's the kind of classic things that football fans would turn against him. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, I think his last game for Italy might have been the nil-nil uh, with England in, in Rome. In Rome, yeah. That was uh, the return fixture of that. That game. was, it was yeah, the free yeah. kick, the first one, yeah. And That's right. Uh, it wasn't a free kick; it was uh, sorry from open sorry, play. Yeah. But yeah, uh, now Chelsea, we've got there uh, an immediate impact. Mm. <laughs> I think. I think we could agree. What year did he sign? Did he I? was in in '96. And he became one of the players who really helped the Premier League reach the kind of levels it is yeah. at today. Won the Football Writers Player of the Year in his first season in the Prem. That is different class, isn't it? <laughs> um, and he was an absolute joy to watch week in, week out scoring uh, fantastic goals. He said the defences in England back then were not as tight as they were in Italy, which gave him more room to, to weave his magic. One such brilliant moment was against West Ham, where he twisted Julian Dix into all sorts of shapes. <laughs> remember that? Dix was obviously Which quite is a, a dangerous thing to do. Yeah, yeah. well, well Dix He'll is smash a, your fishing rod. <laughs> <laughs> when Julian Dix finally untangles himself, he's going to go up. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that one? When he, I think he actually muscled Dix off the board. Dix was a real hard man, and yeah. people yeah. were calling for him for England. Caps. Yeah. Uh, Zola made such a mug out of him, and then and the goal I particularly remember from Zola was um, against Manchester United, where he ran down the right side, put Dennis Irwin on his ass, made Pallister look really silly, like an old <laughs> yeah. man, and, and just hit the ball past Schmeichel, who just stood there and yeah. was like, "What?" Didn't even seem to notice it. <laughs> yes. It was like Schmeichel was standing there looking at his defenders being pulled around, going, "Who do you think?" You are? <laughs> oh. oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> we saw this, uh, the, the formative years of the Premier League was dominated by. Um, Players like that, um, like King Clazer, like uh, Giannini, yeah. those yeah, tiny little yeah, yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. But Zola, Jose was Domingo. Just the, <laughs> you know, there was, he, he was just the king mm. of yeah. the jinky jinkster. <laughs> Spe- speaking, I mean, you touched on a little bit there, and, and you touched on it a bit earlier as well. I actually had a job in my second year of uni. Oh, well done. And uh, working for. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us haven't had a job since, have they? Uh, and uh, I was uh, the job was actually working as a runner for Chelsea TV. Oh, that's I remember you were there. And yeah. it was in it was when Zola was there. And uh, talking about his strength and stuff, mm. I, and I, what I used to do in the morning and sort of around lunchtime ish when there was a home game, I used to go around um, just cable bashing, helping out. And you spend quite a lot of time in, actually in the stadium itself. Right. And once or twice, Zola was there uh, practicing free kicks. 
I've never said, first of all, one thing I want to say, the one word that immediately springs to mind is thighs. Yeah. <laughs> the thighs yeah. on the man. That's true. Were a joy to be, his thighs should be in this Hall of Fame on their own. <laughs> <laughs> right. Secondly, he was, I remember, I know it's ridiculous because he's you know, a world class footballer, but I remember seeing him curling the ball hmm. in the sort of top corner or hitting the bar or whatever. He was curling the ball harder. Much harder than I could ever absolutely smash it as hard as on I the could. volley. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> yeah. curling it. Well, there was that one glorious free kick. I mean, he oh, bastard for a free kick. Scored so many for Chelsea uh, alone, and it was the one at Stamford Bridge. I forget who the opposition were, and it was um, you know facing the goal to, to the left of the goal, mm. and it was keeper side. And he curled it right over. Beautiful. I think it went in off the post, top top corner. Mm. Absolutely delicious. It's, it's when players can do that with their instep rather than the outside of their yeah. foot. That you know are they're really powerful. Oh football, yeah, yeah, it? absolutely. Um, but anyway, listen. To sum up, in the 2001-2002 season, John Frank I had a job. Definitely <laughs> had the biggest stars at Chelsea Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not forget Desailly because he was there. Oh yeah, that's well. true. That's true. But uh, yeah, Zola. I think another thing that he was he was such a likable guy. Oh yeah, mm. and played with a smile on his face. A right? smile on his face. Um, He's very, very genuine uh, Quite shy as well Off the field uh, I think But he was strong as an ox You talk about that Julian Dixit incident he, He's almost like A bit of messy about him Small yeah. 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 Diminutive But a big Powerful core strength, And well you know. built as well Yeah absolutely uh, To scale Yeah Do you remember The back heeled Sort of flick volley uh, oh, Against God. Norwich Sorry, From the cut. corner Probably his best goal Do you think In the oh, FA Cup Brilliant Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely Ranieri said something Really odd about that Delish didn't he say something like he is a magic? He was he is a magician, so and magicians have to try things. Well, we'll end <laughs> with that. Really know what you mean by that? We'll end with that quote. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, uh, he scored the goal for the uh, for Chelsea against Stuttgart in the Cup Winners' Cup when he uh, he came on um, and uh, it was nil nil at the time. He, he had a bit of a groin strain, so he didn't start the game. Came on and I think it was his first touch or second touch or something like that. Mm. Less than a minute anyway. He knocked over the ball was knocked over the top. Half volley, top corner. Pop bang, lovely. Cups theirs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and he won the FA Cup twice uh, with Chelsea as well, the League Cup, Super Cup as well. And and th- th- this team was the, the sort of the precursor to the Abramovich era, really, yeah. in the Mourinho's. The yeah. 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 yeah, this is when they were really sort of a kind of vibrant attacking force. Well, well, that's right. Yeah. Watch. I mean, we all know what a, what's it, Ken Bates is, you know. So for, for him to say this uh, about Zola, he's been a joy to watch and a great influence both on and off the field. We owe him a hell of a lot of thanks. That's, yeah, well, that's true. Well, but Ke- yeah. from Ken Bates, <laughs> you know, the best ever player. Yeah, well, no, I'm just you know what Ken Bates. Ken is like. Bates, <laughs> 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 who conducted this poll? Yeah, Ken Bates. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, in two thousand and three, when when he left Chelsea, um, Smurf prick. He yeah. was yeah, he was <laughs> voted the, the club's greatest ever player, and uh, no one's worn. I think I'm right to say no one's worn the number twenty five jersey, which was his number at Chelsea since he's uh, he's left, and he went back to his homeland to fulfil his promise of finishing his career at his hometown club uh, Cagliari. He's loved for that as well. I yeah, bet he, he is. I bet that, he yeah. is, and I, th- I think he gained promotion from Serie B to to Serie A. And Do you remember when that happened? That was just before Abramovich took over. Yeah, and Abramovich the first thing he tried to do is buy him back yeah and there was a rumour he, he tried to obviously this must be rubbish but apparently he tried to buy Calgary just to, to sort of just give him back yeah <laughs> the city <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he retired from professional football in 2005 he later came back to England of course to manage West Ham which started reasonably well but then ended up in, unfortunately for Zola being sacked um, but it's a player as we, as we know him best and uh, he was inducted into the uh, English Hall of Fame in 2006 awarded an honour 
honorary OBE in 2004, which is one hell of an achievement. I can remember when he was managing West Ham, I, I, I can remember one of the players saying that you know, he's still the best player in training. He's, he's still brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, he bought a bar in Sardinia, uh, in his hometown. And this, uh, his dad was a truck driver. And he basically said, Dad, get me on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so his dad became uh, the, the, the barman there. Sell the truck, though. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get, the, get the money for that. Uh, we'll end on, on that uh, Claudio Ranieri quote where he says, Gianfranco tries everything because he is a wizard, and the wizard must try. Here <laughs> <laughs> oh, comes Gianfranco Zola to the, to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Well, there we are, kids. That's the end of the show this week. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com, Jimbo. It is, and on thefootballramble.com, Jimbo, this year, <laughs> we have Rupert Fryer's look back at the best of South America in 2011. That's Eric brilliant. Beard yeah. takes us through mm. Rafa Nadal's association with Real Mallorca. Wrong sport, Rafa. <laughs> and uh, James Appel reminds us of the existence of John Gregory. That's a fascinating been, article. Mm, yeah, John he's just Gregory been one. sacked from Kazakh side Kairat. After being accused of being gay, yeah, it's really yeah, weird. It's all it's weird. Really really odd. Get over to the website. <laughs> really odd. And he didn't not find out about it until later, yeah. and then he just came up with these horrible. Dig- well, I'm, I'm really annoyed about this whole yeah. situation. Sacked from a Kazakh side. Where do you fall from there? <laughs> uh, so after that, there's also the retro ramble. There's live England. fantasy football with Big Live, and of course the forum. So get over there. Yeah, over there Scamp Cheers for the update Jimbo There it is Right well uh, Happy New Year everybody And uh, say goodbye Jimbo Goodbye Say goodbye Pete Goodbye Say goodbye Luke Goodbye See you next time Neil, congratulations to you. Thanks. Listen to this ACAST show ad free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.